Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. This is a solo episode. Uh, this is this may be one of those episodes where I kind of go off on tangents. So I came up with the idea for the episode probably about an hour or so before I started recording this. So if it's a little bit rough, I do apologize. It's going to be a solo episode. Um, I just want to say thank you very much for listening to the last few episodes with the amazing guests. Um, ben Coomer was one of the big highlights I've had on recently. Ben's a big entrepreneur over in the UK and a big social media uh, personality that I I look up to. And it was great to kind of have an hour of Ben's time. And thank you to his uh, to his people for organizing the interview with him. And I'm excited to see who else I can get on to the podcast. And it's a, it's a pleasure to get those people on. So early on in the whole process of me getting the name of Shane Walsh Fitness out there, uh, on the, the, the website and shanewalshfitness.com for anyone that wants to look at a few blogs and stuff like that. So the episode today, as I said, is a solo episode. I could go off on tangents, but it's been something that has been on my mind for a little while about putting out there. This is something that I struggled with personally for a good while on most of my adolescence and also with, the, with my teenage years and stuff like that. And I still struggle with it today a little bit. But I'm kind of working on it and I've kind of come through to a few methods and stuff like that that kind of help me. And that is caring what other people think. For so long, I literally based my whole life on caring what other people think and going on their beck and call and not doing what I wanted to do. It was one of those things that for for quite a while, that it, it didn't really hit me. And probably when I got sick, I know I mentioned it a few times that I got ill in April 2017. And that was kind of my epiphany moment that, wow, I actually need to sort out my life and go out and do something. Not that my life was not that my life was a mess. I have an amazing family and friends. I was just in a rut in a job I didn't like. And that illness was one of those things that kind of woke me up to the other aspects of the world and since then I've been kind of deep in kind of thought and kind of getting a little bit more into the mindset of things and that's why I kind of enjoy the whole thing of speaking to people on social media and so and face-to-face with my clients and dealing with people on, on on an online client capacity as well and helping those people like the one thing I would say is no one person is the same I know I said that a few times but it is actually true. Like I've had clients this morning having different issues. One of them was struggling to kind of get into the session. Then after half an hour, they were fine. There was another person who was ready to go. And it, it, it just, everyone works at different paces of life. There could be other, certain aspects of their life that may be getting in the way or might be getting them down a little bit. And maybe just need a little bit of a kick up the arse. Um and, and and that that that's hopefully what I'm I'm there for, not to kind of be the the meanie or the baddie or Billy Boot Camp screaming at them all the time. But that's that's besides the point. So the this the title of the episode is Stop Caring What Other People Think and Fuck the Naysayers. Uh, so if anyone's a little bit offended by the language that may be using this, I do apologize. This is one that means a lot to me. It's kind of up there with the episode that I did on my own and the feedback for that has been amazing so thank you so much for listening to that I've had messages from people from all different backgrounds people I've never met 
people send me messages from the previous gyms I've worked in, people who I went to school with and since then I've met up with one of the guys I went to school with and he's looking to get into PT, had a great chat with him and kind of tried to impart some wisdom about trying to get into kind of the PT side of things and he was looking to leave his job and he was looking to kind of get a little bit of advice on how to do go about that. So I tried to give him a few pointers on that. So hopefully if he's listening, as I know he listened to the last few, I hope that helped. And I, if anyone else is kind of looking to get into the PT arena or anything like that, if they're, if they're not sure about making the push or the jump of getting into any other area they're looking to or any other interest they have, feel free to pop me a message on social media at Shane Walsh Fitness on Instagram. And hopefully I can help. So back to the kind of the topic then in hand. So why do we care so much about other people's opinions, even those are total strangers? This is one of the things that had bugged me for so long. Um, like why do we why do we do things or do or not do things because of how we expect others to react? No matter why the truth is, at some point we base our actions and decisions on how we think other people will think about us and how we we will be perceived. As a result, we don't always do the things we want to because we're afraid of, of what others think. For so long, I did this. Um, it's beneficial to have opinions from a few people who you, can, who you can trust to tell you if you're doing something wrong or to encourage you to take a risk. Thankfully, thankfully I have parents and a brother and a side group of mates who keep it, who keep me in check and keep me in tow and kind of ring me and WhatsApp message me and voice note message me and they 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 tell me if I'm being stupid or doing something stupid like I use uh, one of my good mates as a sounding board I know the answer already I'm just looking for someone to back that up and it's it's good I know I mentioned Brian Keane on this podcast a good bit already and we're only on we're on episode 15 or 16 I could potentially have mentioned him on every episode but Brian's podcast was the way it was kind of one of those episodes a little while ago about comparing yourself to others and kind of not listening to others and stuff like that. And I wanted to do one of those one of those episodes myself and wanted to, that was one of those, that was the episode that kind of, kind of made me realise and kind of copped me out of my funk a little bit, or a big bit, should I say. Um, when I was ill, I fell into a bad place mentally and physically. I lost a lot of weight, went mentally. I just didn't feel right, just couldn't talk, didn't, was a little bit lost, had got ill, had, had no job, hadn't worked, and that pressure was building up on me, and I just didn't know how to handle with that. So after talking, after listening to that episode, I messaged Brian, he sent me a lovely voice note, or a voice message back up on Instagram, which I was not expecting, because he probably gets inundated with messages every day, but I went then and talked to a counsellor. And that was what this is one of the things that came up on my chats with the counselor a lot was about not caring what other people think. So, but why do we care what people think? What about those who they say in your direction for no reason? Or what about people you go to college with, work with, or otherwise have to tolerate because you see them at social events? For a good chunk of my life, I value the opinion, opinions of others too much. And this is something that I'm working on a daily basis. It is an ongoing battle, but I am determined to keep to come out on top of this whole thing. As I mentioned before, I was an awkward kid. Like many others, I was made fun of relentlessly. I was teased because I was a little bit nerdy. Um, there, I know there's a little bit of nerd in all of us, and that's kind of coming out of me. But in kind of the learning every day and kind of listening to podcasts and studying to be 
to with MNU. I couldn't highly, I couldn't recommend working or studying MNU if you're in any way interested in how food and kind of the body works and all that kind of stuff. I couldn't recommend it highly enough. You don't have to be a PT, you don't have to be a dietitian, you don't have to be a nutritionist. It's great for general Joe blogs. And if anyone is looking for someone to follow on the nutrition side of things, Robin Das, who's been on the podcast before, we've had Teach Triceps, aka Rebecca Nolan. So she's amazing. Uh, and we've uh, Martin McDonald, and I'm actually going to, at the time of this recording, I'm going to see him in about two weeks up in Belfast with a couple of the guys from the gym. Um, so, unfortunately, unfortunately, should I say, I allowed a lot of opportunities to pass me by simply because I cared too much about what other people think or would say. I would take jobs or go to events because that what I thought was because that was what I thought others wanted for me. So particularly with the job side of things, um, I went when I went to a school and I was actually talking about this with the guy that I met up with on Sunday. Uh, we went to a particular school, high profile enough in Dublin, and with that school you're expected to be this big high profile lawyer or big profile high profile accountant or else be a big CEO of a company and that was we both kind of laughed that off uh regarding the whole thing and like you come to a certain point like if you're not look if you're not don't want to be in the rat race but then you don't want to be in the rat race like i i thought i wanted to be in the rat race and it really really wasn't for me the i went in and did internships thinking that i wanted to go in the marketing race then after the marketing race i thought i wanted to go into the bank because it would have been a steady job but i was bored shitless in the bank um, if anyone's listening that works in the bank, that was just my opinion of the role. That was that's that's no one else's. That is literally my opinion. I it just wasn't for me. It was too tedious. I enjoyed the pe- dealing with people aspect, but it wasn't for me. Um, and that's that's just my opinion on that. Then I went into the sales, and this is where I kind of came through a little bit. This is where I did okay with the Irish jobs that job. I enjoy that hit my targets. And then I was kind of get the job was kind of get getting a little bit monotonous for me, so I was kind of looking for an outlet. Thought that it was kind of like time to move job, but really in hindsight, I probably should have looked at a different avenue. Uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do back then, and it's only in the last since probably. 15 16 months that's kind of one of those times that i've kind of only figured out what i wanted to do and it's it's great it's great being able to help people and all that kind of stuff and for so long i was listening to other people and they're kind of saying oh i wanted to be the bceo i want to be the accountant and work all the stupid hours under the sun and that that didn't sound well for me i kind of always had some inkling that i wanted to work for myself i just didn't know what to do and the fact that the PT opportunity allows me to kind of be self-employed, I'm based out of one of the commercial gyms in Dublin, um, in Fly Fits Organ, and they've been amazing. They've they provide you with a, a base. They uh, they have the the client base for you, and then it's up to you to kind of to go and source out clients for yourself and work hard, do your own marketing, all that kind of stuff, and hopefully. That's 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 definitely stood me in good stead so far. Um, my analysis to the kind of the events was the same. Do something different from everyone else, and you'll be berated. Better to fit in. Looking back at this, this was not right. 
when I went to school, the whole rugby scene was a big rugby school. It was one of the things to do. I thought this is what I wanted to do. Tried it out in first year. Absolutely hated rugby. Just didn't enjoy the physicality compared to my brother who enjoyed the whole physicality thing and was quite decent decent at rugby. And now he's at the rowing and he's flying that way. I wanted to play football. Unfortunately, the school didn't have a football team at junior level and gave up football, um, potentially due to that. Um, that's just me thinking out loud now. It's kind of maybe coming to an epiphany right now that I couldn't play in school, so I gave up completely and just didn't just didn't listen to it at all. I did let a lot of opportunities passing by. I definitely took jobs. I def, def, definitely didn't go to certain parties or definitely didn't associate with certain people because I didn't think they'd be so called cool enough in in kind of inverted commas and. That was just so stupid, and now I've learned. I've come a bit older now, turning thirty-two this year, which is quite scary. That everyone is different, and you definitely learn something off different people, and that's one of the things that I've learned. This episode is definitely going off on a tangent, so I do apologize if it's very difficult to follow. I'm literally written maybe three or four notes down a page, and I'm kind of working off on that. So hopefully. You guys are still still following, and then if if you I know there's definitely other people out there that have kind of let people or opportunities pass them by. When was the last time you didn't do what you wanted to do because you cared more about what other people think? This can be e- e- easily in a relationship or with friends or something like that. They didn't want to speak up and have that kind of aggressiveness, or you didn't want to have an argument about it. Or it's better to kind of. Sometimes it is better to kind of sit back and kind of go with the flow, but it's also sometimes better to kind of speak up. And by means, by speaking up, I don't necessarily mean screaming and shouting at someone. I literally mean to have an opinion on something. I'm kind of fast forward a bit to now. I'm nearly thirty two, much more confident, but not, but not though not immune to hatred. I've been lucky I haven't had much hatred off social media. There's the odd post or whatever like that that kind of can get a little bit of bad feedback. Uh, many share their negative opinions about me and my body uh, because I'm a health and fitness professional. And James Smith did a podcast and that came out yesterday. Um, and he he spoke about that, that the whole BS or the bullshit about a PT needing to have abs and all that kind of stuff. I had thought that. I did that photo photo shoot in November for that very reason. And do you know what? I I don't I re, I do. I regret doing the photo shoot. It messed with my head psychologically. I did a massive crash diet in and no it's not looking bad on my coach at all. I needed to do it. I needed to have that crash diet in order to look at myself and potentially get those potential abs. And I probably had abs for about 48 hours and no, I, I look back at the photos. I like the ones that kind of when I'm PTing or I like the ones when I'm in my top. And as you've guessed, because I've used the image an awful lot up on Instagram, which I'm trying not to do anymore after a lot of people said to me that you're using it too much. Um, But I like the image and that's why I use it. Um, And that's one of those things that it's their opinion. They may not like the image and so be it. But it's I, I prefer that image. And it's kind of one of those rare occasions. I look at a photo, I'm kind of like... Do you know what? I'm proud of that. So like I look at the photos that I look back and did in the photo shoot and some people have said that you look too skinny. Some people are kind of questioning why you did it at all. And I'm kind of like, 
I did it to prove to my clients that crash diets are tough because I was a zombie for the last two weeks or three weeks of that. And I felt sorry for my clients because my, my, I hold my hands up, but probably my level of service dropped off and that wouldn't have stood me in any good shape. That wouldn't have been good to them. And I do apologize for those clients that let it drop off. And that's, my aim is to provide the best service to everyone and anyone that comes through the doors and works with myself uh, on that. Uh, I may not be the biggest personal trainer in the world or the most experienced, but what I make up for it in is empathy and being able to relate to other people. And I think the recruitment thing, uh, the recruitment industry and the sales that I industry that I worked in previously has definitely helped that in the fitness industry in particular you're a judge on your appearance and what you do in the gym on a daily basis what I believe we should be judged on is if our clients get the most out of their sessions and get the body transformation that they're looking for ultimately they are paying for this service now more than ever thanks to the internet and social media people have no problem being jerks and letting their opinions fly the pool of negativity has grown larger and deeper People hide behind keyboards and their phones and post horrible messages on people's accounts. I know one of the PTs that I'm quite close with. He has had messages from fake accounts, pretending to be fake people, and slating him the way he trains. And he, I love his attitude for the whole thing. He's like, fuck them. Uh, if if they want to hide behind accounts, I'll just get them blocked and I can create more accounts and just go more hassle out, more out of their way. If they have that time, enough time to go create an account, create, link it to a certain social media account or, or email address and all that kind of stuff, well then fuck them. It's time to stop caring what other people think. So what I've done is I've come up with seven practical ways to not care what other people think. So I'm just going to take a brief drink of water while I'm recording. As I said, I am not editing this episode. So the negative comments someone makes about you, the negative comments someone makes is about them and not you. When I started the when I started Shane Watch Fitness, I was rapidly introduced to the craziness that can happen on the internet. People, for the most part, have provided me with amazing feedback, but there are some dickheads that have posted cruel or false comments in my DMs. I was and still am criticized for many things regarding the way I look whether it be on social media or day-to-day. To some people, I'm too small. To to others, I may be a little bit chubby. Some people may think I'm a little bit skinny. And because I post pictures of me with no top on occasionally, they feel the need to naysay. These posts are not for them. They are for the people that struggle on a daily basis and need someone to look and say, I can do this. It was shocking and overwhelming. Why would people who don't even know me feel compelled to be so cruel? In the last few days, I see I see every, I see everything from a a different perspective. The people who go out of their way to make hateful comments usually under an alias must have a pretty crappy life. Why would someone who is happy or building a worthwhile life take the time to do nothing more than be hateful? That's when I realize the hateful comments I receive are a reflection on the commenter and not on me. It's just school, but with but with grown-ups and a power of anonymity. It's terribly sad that some people have nothing better nothing better to do with their time than to tear others down. The second tip that I have for you guys is just to be you. Um, yes, this is a this is it is a painful cliche, but it's it's crucial. It was a valuable lesson I didn't learn until until nearly my 30s. As a personal example, I took a risk creating this website. 
which is shanewalshfitness.com and sharing my personal experiences such as battle with depression, my health scare and my fitness journey. My goal is to be honest, unrestrained and as transparent as possible on the website because that's the only way to truly connect with people. Some people, some call this crazy. I call it a following passion that allows me to help people. I know this is corny, but it's the truth and that's how I feel about it. Once I finally stopped caring so much about what other people thought and follow what I wanted to do, my life got significantly better. Don't get me wrong, there are days where I struggle, but there are days when I just get up and go. I get up at five o'clock every morning on the weekdays and get up with enthusiasm. Like I've got what five ten about a ten minute drive every morning. And sometimes my like clients here are with me. I take my first session at five forty five in the morning and they're always some of them are surprised at how sprightly, how enthusiastic I am. And it's 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 one or two mornings you're kind of like you're feeling a little bit low but once you kind of have your coffee or you're kind of like you take a big deep breath and kind of go this isn't your hour this is their time this is their time to need to be listened to to be kind of look look after them a little bit this isn't your time this is like they're 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 all people are ultimately paying you a premium price people are paying for you for a premium product a luxury product that's going to help them and they want that they want the help it's not your counseling time it's not your session it's not your time to be pushed all that kind of stuff if i want that time i'd go to a counselor again if i wanted to get pushed again i'd go to a pt the third tip would be this is your one life there are no do-overs all of our stories are the same death is inevitable it's the truth it's the horrible truth but it's shit's gonna happen as uncomfortable as it may be to acknowledge the fact that we will all die it can also be liberating when you put when you can put things into perspective and realize that we only get one life, it makes it easier to stop caring so much about what other people think and true be true to yourself. And I really do believe that. The kind of I had one of those epiphany moments in 2017. Some people may not have kind of one of these moments ever. Some people do, and they kind of have a change of heart on what angle they're going through. Like I gave up, I gave up booze in April 2017 and haven't touched a drop in nearly two years. And this is one of those things that kind of gets questioned, I would say, on a daily basis. Every second day, someone asks me whether it be a person on Instagram or someone I haven't met before, or particularly at weddings and stags, about not being drinking and stuff like that. And I'm kind of like, it was my choice. I got asked recently on a stag by one of the guys I went to school with. I hadn't seen him for quite a while as he lives in London and he's quite friendly with the guy that was living in London and I know we met no malice at all and I just said it wasn't a priority for me right now. I know that I wasn't great mentally when I was drinking. I was quite I had very bad anxiety from it and I did just don't feel it was it was one of those things for me. Um and I'm glad he asked the question because I, I hadn't been kind of he kind of questioned and questioned and questioned and kind of like just wasn't a priority so i'm glad he asked me that and i came to a realization that that was the actual answer so sometimes it is kind of good to be questioned um on that on on things um so number four would be think really think about the absolute worst case scenario this was one of those moments that or one of those things that i spoke to my cancer a good bit about was what is the absolute worst case scenario and that leads into the point like we are going to die 
and that's it's a morbid thought but it's going to happen it's absolutely going to happen like what intimidates you what's holding you back from doing the things you really want to do for example i've had numerous people tell me they're intimidated to lift weight in the gym because it's full of loud grunting men and others say there are no women back there they all participate in group classes ask yourself the question what is the absolute worst thing that that worst thing that will happen if you do sticking with the weightlifting room example you may get an odd look or two you may have to stand beside some smelly men. If your gym is filled with women who like to gossip, someone may say something about you. And what is the worst case scenario that could happen? Um, and here's the real question we should be asking. What is the worst thing that will happen if we don't do the things that make us happy because we're concerned with what other people say or think? In short, we won't do the things that make us happy. We won't live life to the fullest. How sad does that actually sound when you kind of... when when you verbalize it like that. I know because I've done it in the past. I've held myself back from doing the things I wanted all because I was too concerned with what other people think. And I miss out on, my, on many opportunities as a result. Hell, I spent almost six years in the office environment and I wrote I hated just because it was what I thought other people would think of me. The next time you're hesitant to do something or to take a risk because you're afraid of what other people think, stop and ask yourself, what's the worst case scenario if I do this? More than likely, it's not that bad. And I can almost guarantee you'll be worse off if you do or don't do things because you're concerned what other people will think. I'd rather look back on a crazy life and say, I can't believe I did that than I wish I did. That's a quote from Richard Branson. I'd rather say, I'd rather look back on life and say, I can't believe I did that than I wish I did that. So that's, that's a good quote. And I've, as I said, I've struggled with this. Like I've, I was meant to go to Thailand in November last year and bottled it. Um, I wasn't ready mentally, but that was my excuse. I just completely and utterly bottled it. I had flights booked. I had accommodation booked. I booked in for Unit 27. And I lost a little bit of money on my flights. And I was kind of like, I thought about it again a little bit over Christmas. And I was kind of saying, writing down kind of, goals for 2019 and I have the whiteboard right in front of me as we speak I have different ones I'm completing MNU got seminars kind of what I want to get on the lifts how much or how many podcasts I want to get done and then a few other things I'm like writing in a journal and stuff like that and one of the things I did with the with New Year's was on the 1st of January 2019 I booked flights again to go to Phuket and it just so happens to be that one of the people that I used to work with in one of the other gyms is going as well. And I think that took, maybe took the pressure off myself. But I've come to the realization that even if that person wasn't coming, I think I had to go. It's I'm going over for two and a half weeks. I'm going to take a break from clients, taking the annual leave. And with the whole PT thing is if you don't work, you won't get paid. That's the joys of being self-employed. But I wouldn't change it for the world. I will still be in contact with my clients while I'm away, on both online and face-to-face. -face. I'll still be providing them videos, still providing content out on social media. I will be kind of reducing my time up on my um, WhatsApp. I will be reducing my time out on kind of doing the Q&As. I haven't decided if I'm going to do the Q&As fully. And this podcast may be going out while I'm away. So apologies if you're looking at my photos and you hate me. So remove sort the next one would be remove sources of negativity immediately get rid of negativity toxic people and resources if your circle of friends have a tendency to tear you down then separate yourself and look elsewhere 
if you have a public life on the internet or have trouble with cyberbullying and can't yet laugh off the terrible comments people say about you for the love of everything stop reading the comments or remove yourself from the situation you can't stop people from being hateful but you can choose to ignore them and do something meaningful meaningful with your time instead one of the best things that i've ever done is to make my circle of friends a little bit smaller and get rid of those who i believe were having a negative impact on me and my mindset i highly suggest that you do the same this isn't my this is i can't coin this i can't copyright this i got this from brian keen brian keen talks about the inner circle of friends i'm making that small but it's such a small little tip and it's such an amazing tip that i've definitely done that i've got a big group of friends from school and i would confide in a few of those i've lived with a few of those and i'd call those guys up or voice note those guys and have friends in the football team and still confide in those guys but i'd have different people for different kind of angles so like for instance i'd have my best mates who would kind of talk to about ideas on the business side of things or i'd have my dad for that side of things then i'd have kind of relationships or kind of stressful stuff or dealing with other relationships or personal relationships and I'd go to those people and leave voice notes voice notes is kind of one of the I think one of the best things that's come out of kind of the things on the phone I know people talk about leaving your phone at your desk and stuff like that but voice notes are key and things that adds a personal touch and that's one of the things I do a lot when I'm with my clients and a lot of my clients would get a voice note from me in the car when I'm on the way home from the gym or after training and they'd hear the wipers going or the indicator or something like that going. And that's when I give them their feedback or say, well done on the session. Or if I've kind of, when I'm training, I'm kind of trying to zone out, have my headphones on, trying to zone out. And one of their thoughts, one of their questions kind of, I should have answered this way. And then I answer that question again for them. And that's for both face-to-face and online clients. So avoid people and resources on social media if necessary that are negative. So second last point is trust a few opinions, but forget the rest. There's freedom in being true to yourself and not caring about what other, what other people think. However, it is important to trust a select few to share their, their opinions with you or people you can go to when you need to talk. Have a few close people you can confide in, people you know who have your best interest at heart. Personally, I can count on one hand the number of people's opinions in my life that have an effect on me. And what about other people or total strangers who feel the need to tell me what they think about me, my body and my life? Do you know what I say? Fuck them. I have my people. I have my inner circle. I have different people for different angles of my life, as I said. And I go to those guys. Those are the people who may not have that inner circle. They may not have had that kind of friend audit or so-called friend audit. They may not. Have, they may have the toxic friend who's always in their ear and that's putting them down. Then they're relaying that kind of miserable life that they have on top of you. So the last point that I have, guys, is some people are going to dislike you and there's nothing you can do about it. Don't waste your time trying to get everyone to like you because it's impossible for so fucking long. I did this. This was one of those things that I thought that everyone was going to like me and I tried to fit in with every group in school I was the awkward teenager and I just didn't know how to fit in and I look back and now I was just fucking miserable I didn't know where I wanted to go was lost was awkward with acne 
had glasses, all that kind of shit, and I didn't know what group I belonged to. I had a great group of friends, didn't realise it, only realise it now. Uh, instead of worrying about who doesn't like you, focus on being a better person for those who do. Spend your time and energy living in an awesome life and using your talents, gifts and abilities to make the world and people around you better. Let other people like you not because of who you're trying to be, but because of who you genuinely are. Uh, or as I like to say, and I'd rather be hated for who I truly am and loved for something that I pretend to be. I know I've had recent situations where I've been trying to figure out why someone hasn't particularly liked me or I'm trying to figure out what the issue is or all that kind of thing. And I'm kind of like when I go out, I, I'm kind of one of these people that loves to go out for walks. And this is kind of one of my things for 2019 is to get out for a walk at three, four times a week and clear the head, stick the headphones on or not even stick the headphones on and just let the mind kind of go wander. And you, you've, you, you'd be surprised how much you actually figure out for yourself. Um, apply these tips and you'll be on your way to not caring uh, what other people think and living a more awesome life, more fulfilling life. And then are the tips above easier said than done? Perhaps, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. Just like anything else in your life you want to master, it will require constant, consistent practice. In the same way, losing weight and looking the way you want, you can take, it will take some time. You'll have to consistently put the the above tips to practice if you want to stop caring about the other people, what other people think, and just be you and fuck the naysayers. If you found any of this podcast helpful, this was a completely off cuff. I'm not going to edit it. There'll be a few ads probably, so I do apologize for that. But if you found this podcast in any way useful, please do like it please do share it up on social media instagram facebook please do send me any comments that you have on the whole episode and let me know how you get on how you've dealt with it how you've how you how the whole thing's worked for you if any of these tips resonate with you at all let me know and i'll be more than happy um to kind of have a chat with you and see if i can help at all i'm not a counselor i don't correct i don't claim to be but the the whole point of this episode was it's one of those passion episodes. Um, I literally decided to record this probably at about an hour ago, an hour and a half ago, as I said. And I literally just went, fuck it, I'm going to press the record button. So if I'm going to have to, I, I don't know, will I listen back to it? I might listen back to it. Or else I might just put it up on getting ready to go for a couple of weeks time. As, as always, guys, thank you so much for for listening i know everyone's a busy life and i really you've no idea how much how much it means to me that people do listen to the podcast i still find it a little bit strange that people are taking time out of their day to to listen to myself but i hope if this if this episode impacts one person's life then the whole point of the episode was worthwhile and that's why i wanted to do it so the episode's only been about 35 or 36 minutes so guys, thank you so much for listening. If any, as always, please do like and share it. Any feedback, please do send it on. And um, yeah, thank you so much, guys. And I will talk to you very soon with hopefully a good number of guests that will kind of hopefully 
educate you guys and help you with different stuff on the mindset thing and explain their their journeys a little bit more. All right, guys, thank you.